You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, episode 32. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, branding communication strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. As leaders in our business and career, the challenges that we face and the constant decisions that we have to make can sometimes have us questioning and doubting ourselves. Do we really have what it takes to be an empowered leader? Joining me on today's show is Sonia McDonald. She's the CEO and founder of Leadership HQ. She's an entrepreneur thought leader, dynamic keynote speaker, executive coach, and author of the book Leadership Attitude. Sonia was recently named in the top 250 influential women across the globe by Rich Topia, and she's also Australia's leading leadership coach. As a keynote speaker, she's spoken across the globe on leadership, diversity, and neuroscience. And on today's show, she's going to share focus on what makes you rock. There is cool neuroscience behind it. If she can do it, we can do it. Leadership is about courage. Don't take no for an answer and see yourself as a leader and choose your attitude. Welcome to the show, Sonia. Thank you. It's great to be on here. <laughs> yes. I appreciate it. I feel very honoured. Yeah, I look fantastic. We're really looking forward to, to catching up on uh, on all of the wisdom and insights that you share because as I said earlier on in, in the show, no matter where we are leading in, in, in or serving in a leadership role, with the challenges that we are often faced with, it really can have us doubting our ability and questioning, you know, do I have what it takes to become an empowered leader? Before we dive into the all the greatness that you're going to share today, just want to share some of the successes that you've seen throughout your career. So you've launched, you've built, and you've grown a company all from a blog. Well, well done. Congratulations. You've also launched and grown your leadership magazine, and that's Leadership HQ, yes? Yes, it is. Yep. And tell me, your first book, which is Leadership Attitude, that is launching in one week? Yes, it's very, very exciting. It is. And then, of course, you've also built a, a speaking career. So to be, before we move on and to some of the questions today, looking back at the achievements that you've had, and, you know, hindsight is such a, a valuable tool. What are some key things that you've learned along the way, whether it is about yourself or whether it is about, you know, just putting one foot forward and just going for it? If I re reflect back on, on my career, and where I am today, I never expected to be where I am today. Mm -hmm. However, where I am today is exactly where I need to be. I fell into what I'm doing by accident and I fell into it because I put myself out there. I believed in myself. I'm not saying I'm as confident 24-7, but mm. I believed in myself and I really made sure that I put myself out there to talk to people, create opportunities for myself to create my own destiny and path. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, looking back, and the reason why I wrote this book was it's a book that I'd give my younger self. I think that we spend so much time trying to be successful, and I get that. Being successful is really important, whatever success means to you. I wish if I look back into my younger years that I spent a lot more time in self-awareness, getting to understand who I truly am and 
my strengths and what I'm passionate about and my talents and what makes me tick, mm-hmm. you know, what are my triggers, what what is really unique about me. And it wasn't until, you know, my world fell apart about a decade ago and, you know, I was living in Shanghai and with my, my three-year-old daughter and my whole world fell apart while I was over there mm-hmm. and I had to move back to Australia with very little money in the bank and had to move in with my parents at 34 and I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do Mm. now? And, you know, even though I had a successful career before I moved to Shanghai, it was a real shock to me. It was really devastating. And and it was because I put myself out there and I thought, you know what, I I need to, I need to move forward. I need to focus on creating a life for my daughter and being Mm -hmm. able to provide for the both of us. And so it was really around having that self-belief and confidence to just take action and look at really what, what I really love to do. And I suppose when I'd created Leadership HQ from a blog, you know, and I got into the leadership space and I completely fell in love with it. And I, and I started the blog because I remembered when I was little, I used to love to write. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how we forget what we love to do when we're little yes. and we let go of that. I thought I used to love to write so much when I was little. And that's why I started the blog. And then I had that courage. And mind you, I had a number of people around me that were pushing me as well. I, mm-hmm. I think it's really important. So having support there, people that really oh. lift you up and, and really believe in you. Yes. I am such a great, it's it's probably the biggest thing I've learnt is really surrounding yourself with those cheerleaders, with your tribe mm. and really focusing and giving back to them as well. I've been really blessed with the people because there's been times Anne-Marie that I thought oh yeah I'm superwoman and I can do it all and and then there's been times where you get your knocks and your challenges and you really need that support network mm-hmm. around you it is so important yeah look thank you for sharing that because you know so often when we look at successful women and they're out there doing things we can compare and I think what you said about recognizing what makes you unique you know your strengths your gifts doing the self-exploration and the the self-awareness because each and every one of us and I'm a true believer in, in this we all have our own own gifts and our own talents and our own strengths and when we start to leverage those and really you know continue to expand and develop on those that's when things just really click into place and there's a level of greatness that we can achieve because we're leveraging that there's so many qualities in other women that I that I admire and I think oh gosh I wish I was a little bit more like that and then I remind myself we well, you know what you've got other gifts and talents so you make sure that you focus on those and use those to serve and support others and I think that that's such a great lesson that you can uh, that you've sh- shared with everyone today so let's then focus on what makes you rock because you said that there's cool neuroscience behind it so share more about this <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think sometimes we tend to especially women mm-hmm. I'm not painting everyone with the same brush here we tend to focus on things or we ruminate around things that aren't right about us mm-hmm. you know oh, I, I have this weakness or I have this gap and you know what, we're not perfect, you know, mm. and what makes us perfect, what makes us imperfect is what makes us perfect, you know, it's yes. the imperfections, we're all imperfect, which is amazing and it's interesting when I train or coach leaders, they're constantly coming in and saying, oh, I really need to fix my weaknesses and I go, wow, okay, and look, I'm not, a, I'm not real, I don't kind of push them if they really want to focus on weaknesses, however, it's a lot more fun to focus on your strengths and your talents and also from a neuroscience perspective which I'm you know I studied and and researched and I like 
to fold lead, um, neuroscience to everything I do because it gives that sort of scientific research behind mm -hmm. it. Is, it's proven. It's validated, it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And people kind of go, oh, you know, you're not kind of spitting some soft and fluffy stuff with me. It's it's really, it's about, it's about science. And I talk about the different areas of the brain. And there's a part of the brain called the RAS. Mm -hmm. It's called the reticular activating system. So our brain can take in millions of bits of data per second, but we can only really take in, say, seven units, you know, give or take a few units of data per second, but it's up to us because I say that we're the director of our brain to determine where we focus. So it's like when you buy a new car or when you decide to buy a new car and then all of a sudden you've gone looking at all these cars and you decide to buy, say, for instance, like a red BMW convertible and you're out on the road and you know you're going to be picking up the car in a few weeks and you see red BMW convertibles everywhere. You go, oh, my gosh, I didn't realise <laughs> there were so many red BMW convertibles. You know, you know how your brain does that? You kind of, you've made a decision, you're really excited about the BMW and then you just see the car everywhere. Mm -hmm. And every time I share this story, everyone goes, oh, yeah, it's like um, if you've ever, ever had kids, it's like when you fall pregnant and then you see pregnant women everywhere. Yes. It's um, the way the brain operates, but you determine how you set your RAS. So therefore, if you set your RAS, BMW convertible, I see that data because you've set your RAS to see that data. You've set your RAS to see the red BMWs everywhere. It's the same with if we focus on things that don't make us rock. Mm. We're going to see that data. So if you, if, I'm, if you come into me and you say, I just want to focus on my weaknesses and focus on my gaps and my development areas, then if I go, yeah, let's focus on that because that's pretty important then you're going to be out there walking down the streets, walking around the office going, oh, there's a gap, oh, there's a mm. weakness because you've set your RAS to that. So I turn everyone's RAS and I say, you are the director of your brain, you set your RAS, you need to set it to focus on what makes you unique, you know, what are your strengths, you know, don't pick on the little things that you feel aren't right, I'm sure no one else, you know, sees it, but it's about you, it's about focusing on your data and focusing on your RAS to see the data that makes you rock. Mm. Does that and make sense? That, oh, absolutely. And I, that is so true because if we do start to recognise our strengths, and let's face it, Sonia, I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I my whole career previously was a, around in career, career development, career management, career um, counselling. And that's where we started to really gain self-awareness and help other people gain self-awareness. We're not often clear around our strengths because often it comes quite natural to us and we can tend to then brush it aside oh organization I mean everybody's organized you know that's easy and so you know discrediting that and we're so good at doing that that then doesn't allow us to focus on hey you know that that key skill of being organized to someone else who is not you know who maybe is disorganized maybe looking at us and thinking I wish I was more like her she's so organized always on time at meetings she's also you know so put together I wish I was more like that and so if we discredit it we don't realize that that's a key you know strength as well as all the others we're not able then to to allow our RAS to really notice that so that we can really bring that out more intentionally more purposefully in our careers oh and it makes such a difference it's like when you wake up in the morning this is where meditation and mindfulness is becoming there's a lot more research around the power of it. Yes. It's if you wake up in the morning and sit there and think to yourself, oh, today is going to be a crap day. Mm -hmm. You know how it ends up being not a great day? Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <That's right>. Exactly. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. so focus yeah, was... on, you know, today I'm going to be the best I can be and I'm going to focus on 
what is what rocks about me yeah. and then you'll start to see it yeah. i'm telling you you will yeah you, will. you know sometimes stuff does happen you know it does happen and i recently we and still going through it by the way had uh, technology challenges to the point we didn't have any internet and you know they say you know things happen in threes and i'm thinking okay so i'm looking out for the next thing the next thing I'm like, right that's the third one all right no more kind of thing it didn't work yeah. but anyway but it's true and sometimes you just have to look at it and go you know what it is what it is I'm just going to work around it, through it, whatever, and just move forward because you're, you're so right. Whatever you tend to focus on, that is just going to increase. And uh, if it's negative and it's bringing you down, goodness, we have the opportunity to change that. So thank you for, for sharing that. It's a great reminder for all of us. So something that you have said, which I love too, is if you can do it, we can do it as well. And leadership yes. is about courage. Don't take no for an answer. This can be so hard for many women to move forward even after they have had a no. So share some insights around this, please. Oh, my gosh, Emma, I get so many no's. Um, <laughs> and thank I you for your honesty. <laughs> I tell you why. Because so many of us, when we do get a few no's, it's like, oh, all right. And we we just it just impacts our courage to the point we don't try again. So thank you for your honesty. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really easy for the brain to focus on the threat response. It's mm -hmm. very easy for the brain to get a couple of no's and go, whoa, and just go into this sort of vortex of, mm. ah, yeah. my gosh. They don't like me. Again. They don't like my products or services. Yes. I mean, that yeah. resonates for um, me. <laughs> however, this is where having your tribe or your support network is really important. And also reverting back to thinking to yourself, going, you know what? They've said no, this has happened. That's their loss. Mm. The universe is saying to me there's someone out there that re needs what I'm doing a lot more or uh, I, I look at it in, in the respect around there are so many yeses I get and the way I'm able to influence and empower and educate and inspire those yeses. Mm. So I focus on the success and the significance that I create. So when I do get the no's, or I do get those knocks, I go, okay, what did I learn from that? Mm -hmm. You know, what opportunity is in there? What would I do differently? Because I have learned some amazing lessons from my stuff-ups or from my no's. Mm. Uh, I just put it into perspective because you're not going to please everyone. Not everyone's going to like you. Yes. You know, as, as much as sometimes that can hurt or it can bring you down, having your support network is so important to go, you know what, I'm struggling or this happened today. I think as women we really do and we need to be supporting each other, I, I feel a lot more. Yes. And just just don't own it. Mm. Just don't own it. Just let it go. Uh, just reframe it and go, okay, you know, they said no. No, mm -hmm. next. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say yes. That's it's right. not going to stop me. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Someone once told me, and I love this, that no really stands for next opportunity. And I love the way that you've said, because I, you know, I think we, we um, have similar values in that, okay, if we did receive a no, maybe there is something that we can change, we can learn, we can make something even better. And sometimes that no is not a definite no, but rather a not yet. So when you do go and refine it and you take whatever it is that you're developing or sharing to the next level, 
then you know the next time around that that person may end up chasing you and going you know what I wasn't quite ready yet but I love what you're doing it's have, making a real impact and influence out there we need to talk so uh, it, and yeah it, it's, mm. and it is about that I think it's that you just never know I've got so many stories of people that have said no to me mm-hmm. I mean there's you know in June I went and flew down to Sydney and I went on the Mark Boris show yes. a podcast show mm-hmm. and to talk about my magazine and it's on YouTube Ugh. anyway and I went down there and I was really excited you know I was a bit anxious and nervous as you as we all get mm-hmm. especially because I really care about it and I saw him there on the Mark Boris show talking about my magazine literally he's he didn't slam it he was just very Sonia, I just don't know. I don't think this is the right direction. Even though the magazine's great, I don't. And he gave me some tips and tools and mm-hmm. kind of some insights. And I was gutted. Mm-hmm. I left that show. My heart sunk. I went to myself, oh my gosh, you know, I just made a fool of myself. <laughs> and he said, no. Mm-hmm. And. And I rung up my one of my dearest friends who has this amazing, she does amazing gifts and thank you gifts and appreciation gifts. And I rung her and I said, oh, my gosh, I just completely, you know, made a fool of myself. I just I just failed and, and I thought, no, what am I doing? Like I, this is what I coach and I need to reframe this. What did I learn from this? So she said, she goes, Sonia, you can do this. What you're doing is great. Right? So we sort of talked and we ended up sending Mark Boris a gift mm-hmm. and and I sent him a gift of lollipops and I put on the box so you thought my idea sucked at least you had the balls to tell me <laughs> oh. and he sent me an email and he said thank you so much for your bucket <laughs> and I invited him to my book launch in Sydney next month and he replied back going Sonia I'm you know this is brilliant you've done this book and yeah. um, I can't make it but at least you know, I, I look back at it now and I laugh, but at least now I've got a connection. I'm sure if yeah. I sent him an email and said, hey, you know, I don't know, I know you're busy, but if you're interested in coffee or, you know. Yeah. So that, you, you just don't know you what's just don't come know. out of it. Mm. Yeah. Listen, to, this morning I just came back from a networking event and there was a video there talking about something that, you know, a similar topic to what we're talking about today. And there were two examples. There were, there were three, but I can only remember two off the top. Did you know that someone, and I won't say the name, yet you you may already know this story but this particular person was knocked back and was told "Mm, you're not suitable you'll never make it on tv you'll never guess who that was oprah oh yes she was knocked back someone else this person i won't say who it is she was told "Mm, i'm sorry you can't sing you don't have a very good voice want to know who that is beyonce So when you go full circle and your magazine and your book takes off that you're the next Oprah and the next Beyonce, then you can go back to Mark Boris and say, thank you for that because that gave me the stepping stone that I needed to to soar. These are all lessons that we learn. But from the Oprah and from Beyonce, if they were told way back when a no, yes. and they were, and it wasn't just a no, it was you can't make it on TV, you don't have what it takes, and you don't, you can't sing, you don't have a very good voice. Imagine if they had believed those people and had said, well, I'm going to change my careers. We would not enjoy all of the wonderful shows and messages Oprah brings us, and we wouldn't enjoy the music that um, Beyonce brings us. So there you go 
I love that yeah, story. Yeah, <laughs> and they're such great stories. I said yeah. I share those sort of stories all the time, mm-hmm. and and so many women say to me, Sonia, you are the most resilient person I know. And mm-hmm. I and I actually say to them, you actually I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> resilience I, I is important, them. isn't it? Don't you think? Do you think that kind Pardon? of drives you? Resilience is so important. Oh, it is, and. I just I really believe in my purpose. I always revert back to my purpose and my why, yeah. and I, and I always say to everyone, I say, man, if I can do it, you can do it. Just we only live once, you know. You don't want to look back on time and go, I wish, I wish, I wish. Yeah. So success to me is creating a life that you really want to lead, mm. and you know, I really want to be significant to others, and I'm doing that every day. So when I when I get my nose on my knocks, I just go, okay, next. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love it, love it. So the next point, this just segues beautifully into what you're going to be speaking about now, is that we really do need to see ourselves as a leader and it's so important that we choose our attitude. Would you say yes. resilience is part of that attitude, needs to be a good part of that attitude? Definitely, I think so. Mm. I, I think that we're all human mm-hmm. and this is where I'm, I'm also, I think there's power in, the, in vulnerability that, you know, that life isn't perfect and we're going to have times in our lives that we're going to have challenges and we're going to have those knocks along the journey, along our journeys or our journey could take different paths. However, I look back and in, in where I am today and I remember when I was in Shanghai and when at that time my world fell apart, I had a choice. I had a choice where, okay, I can let this define me and or I had a choice okay, this has happened, I'm going to work through it, I'm going to move through it and I'm now going to, I'm going to create a different path for myself, a different journey and I'm going to put myself out there to do it and I chose that, I chose that attitude. Mm. You know, we choose that attitude. It, we're all, you know, it's like we are the director of our brain, we're the director of our thoughts. So for me, and mind you, you know, we all get our answer, automatic negative thoughts, we all do. But just stomp on them. Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 don't believe the stories. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's resilience, I think, is really important, especially, I mean, in terms of looking back and, and what I've created today, it, it was because of that belief in resilience that I thought, and you know what? And I have, I, you know, because oh, I have a billion ideas and, People around me, my team, look at me and go, Sonia, can you stop with all the ideas? <laughs> yeah, I just stop. Know. Write it in the book <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll come oh. to that later. <laughs> um, but there's some big ideas that have completely crashed and burned. But I thought, mm. okay, I gave it a go. Mm. I gave it a go. You know what? That's cool. You know, you just have to give these things a go and put yourself out there. So I think resilience is really important. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think I love the way that you say about choosing your attitude because if it's an attitude that is a little bit foreign to you at the start, then you can say, okay, so if I'm choosing resilience, what does that resilience mean to me? What kind of action steps do I need to then take? You know, you can almost then pull around you what what does that look like what do I need to do what are the so the behaviors and then the actions and then when you start to do that and take one step and another step we then become that more to the point where we now are more resilient in just how we show up that's the way I kind of look at an attitude or a behavior that I want to integrate there's a few that I'm working on myself so uh, I I love that because we have a choice we do have a choice Mm, absolutely and that's why the book was really important to me and that's why I called it leadership attitude because I want everyone to have an attitude where leadership isn't about role or title leadership's about mindset it's about Mm. behavior it's about attitude see yourself as a leader 
see yourself as make, being out there and making a difference and having the courage to, to you know, go for your dreams, to, you know, inspire and empower others, to collaborate, to, you know, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. do it. Just, just do it. Yeah, love that, love that. So how can people find out more about you to find out where they can get a copy of your book? What's the best way to connect with you? All the different social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. I've got a Sonia McDonald and a Leadership HQ professional pages. I've also got a Sonia McDonald and Leadership HQ websites. Mm-hmm. So sign up to the newsletters. Uh, you can get the book, pre-order the book, which is going to be launched in a week's time. Yeah, definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. I put up a lot of great quotes and inspiration and, and blogs. So there's lots of different platforms that I'd love to connect with you and hear your stories and, and you know, see how I can help you as well. Fantastic. And, of course, we'll put all of those links uh, for you, Sonia, on our show notes. And our show notes today are annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 32, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 32. Please reach out to Sonia. Get a copy of her book because, you know, I think we can always learn and develop and grow and as we continue to do that as leaders we get to influence and impact the lives of those people around us and inspire them to um, to you know influence and impact others as well it has been such a pleasure speaking with you today Sonia thank you for coming on the show thank you thank you I feel very honored thank you So as I've done over the last few shows, I'm inviting one of my fellow Microsoft brand ambassadors to share a tech tip, how we can use technology, whether it be the Microsoft Surface Pro, an app or a process to help us streamline our business. Now, by the way, if you are a Microsoft Surface Pro user, or maybe you've got a favorite app that you've been using and it's really helped you streamline your business, let me know so I can share it on the show and give you a shout out. Send an email to podcast at annemariecross.com. Let's dive into today's tech tip. So today I have asked Leanne Berry from Love Your Numbers to come back and share another tech tip with us. So welcome again, Leanne. Hi, Anne-Marie. Thanks again. So what tip do you have to share with us today? Look, today I've got a couple of really, really simple tips that are available in Windows 10. And when you've got our um, Microsoft OneNote installed on your on your devices, the first one is sticky notes. So if you type sticky into your Windows 10 search bar or talk to Cortana and ask her for sticky notes, up pop, pops a sticky note. Now we're all looking at ways to capture important information. And how often is it that we'll grab a piece of paper, write down a phone number or a, a time for an event or something like that, and then you know lose it or the dog will chew it up or something like that Mm -hmm. think of sticky notes as your electronic notepad it's fabulous give it a try today yes now can you have a number of different sticky notes on on your device Absolutely. So once you've got sticky notes, what I'd say is install it to your taskbar or um, add it to your taskbar so it's always available on your taskbar in Windows. And all you need to do is just click on on those sticky notes in the taskbar and it will bring up a a note for you. Type it out and if you want to add another note, just press press the plus sign and it will add another note for you. And you can have your desktop absolutely full of sticky notes if you want. (laughs) What about different coloured sticky notes? Because I know some people just go to town on these, yes? 
Absolutely. So you can just right click on the sticky note and change the color. Um, and I think it's got probably, you know, five or six different colors depending on how you're feeling or what you want to do. So it's a really, mm. really simple, simple way to have some electronic notes and forget about paper in your, on your desk. Yeah, fantastic. I love uh, that tip. And of course, we'll put, uh, you've got some details that you've sent through. We'll put all of those on the show notes as, as well. So you also have another uh, note that you want to share with us, which is that one, Leanne? Yeah, look, another one that's good good for electronic notes is QuickNote. So QuickNote is installed with OneNote and it's available from the pop-up on the taskbar. And it's very similar where you can send quick notes to OneNote and have them stored in OneNote. Mm-hmm. And all you need to do is press the Windows key plus the N button to bring up a quick note. And once you bring up that quick note, you can also use the toolbar uh, that's available in OneNote. So you just um, press on the three little ellipses at the top of the note, and that will bring down a toolbar that allows you to change fonts and formats and and, um, assign tasks or um, important information to the quick note. And the beauty about this is that once you've done that quick note, it's stored in the quick notes location on OneNote, so you have it forever. And I'd imagine that you could use quick note if you've got some ideas and yet you haven't yet got time to really flesh those flesh those out you can just write a couple of notes to jog your memory they're stored there in one note and you can go back to that and and continue developing that idea is that how you're using it yeah look on my surface pro um i have that in bed with me at night and you know i do a bit of a brain dump on things that i've thought about or you know i'll wake up in the middle of the night with a brilliant idea like all of us you know business people do mm. and i'll just start up start up a quick note and just type that idea quickly in get it out of my head and then i can go back to sleep yeah great great idea so a couple of ways and in, in how to take those notes so we can store them for future use so again sticky notes and of course quick notes as well leanne if people want to reach out to you and connect with you how would they do that yeah look they can find me on love your numbers on facebook um and i'm also available on twitter on leanne underscore berry uh and linkedin so you can search for me and you'll generally find me if you do a google search as well fantastic thanks for the tip lovely thanks Anne marie So before we end this particular show, just a reminder for those of you who are in service-based businesses and you want to start to develop products and programs such as VIP days or a longer term, three-month program, six-month programs, or maybe even put together a home study program and you haven't quite yet nailed your signature program, that is something that we can certainly help you out with. All you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash your signature program, annemariecross.com forward slash your signature program program for more details on how you can get support. Now that brings us to the end of another inspiring show. I am sure you've taken down lots and lots of notes listening to Sonia's insights and wisdom. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our iTunes channel, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. Doing that makes sure that you are alerted each time that we publish another show and we do that on a weekly basis. I really do encourage you while you're over there to not only subscribe, but also leave a comment and a rating because that allows us to get our message out into the ears of as many other women as possible and our goal is to inspire and empower women across the globe thank you so much have a fantastic week see you later Sonia bye take care
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.